isn't afraid to dissect an issue, even if it ruffles some feathers. With Global Top Talkers, here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Lots to talk about with our Global Talkers, so let's bring him in, Scott Thompson, who is our Hamilton uh, AM 900 CHML, where you can listen to him, and of course, Craig Needles over at Global News Radio 980 in London. Hello, guys. Hey, Alex. Hope all is well. Oh, God. When does this election end? <laughs> Two days. I know, it's, it's like it's been going on for six months. It literally, literally does. Yeah. Busy day today, of course. Doug Ford under fire over these uh, uh, unproven allegations uh, that are going to take all the oxygen out of the room. But it was a comment that Andrea Horvath said that uh, clearly did not show, let's say, her nicer side. I'll, let me play you the clip There's because there's a couple of them, but this is a shorter version. If Doug Ford's not prepared to take care of his own family, how is he going to take care of the families of Ontario? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if people are asking themselves that question today. Yowzer. Ouch. Mm. Um, Over the line, Scott. Uh, yeah, you know, I think this is low-blow politics. I mean, I saw something on Twitter a week or so ago in regard to Andrea Horvath's son, and it wasn't flattering. Not and by I'm, a candidate. And I'm sorry? Not by one of the political leaders. No. No, it shouldn't um, be. Yeah. No, no, no. But but again, it's, it's you know, been forwarded and in, in, uh, in doing the, the viral run and such. And I thought, wow, you know, like, is this where we're going now? Is this what it's come to? And then, of course, uh, a few days later, we end up with this. It's, it's, it's family feud politics. Uh, and, and I think the timing of all of this is, um, you know, pretty much explains it all. But her and son it, has been off limits. I've not heard anybody in the actual, unless it's like some troll on Twitter or some local person. I mean, I've not heard anything about her son. I mean, but but if... But you raised the what issue. It was, what it was, Alex, was a picture, and it wasn't a flattering one. And 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 again, I I don't even want to talk about it simply because right. I, I know. it's low blow politics. It is. But yet here we are, her standing up, doing the exact same thing. I mean, to 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 sit there and judge. Uh, anybody's competency on a family feud that hasn't been proven in court or hasn't uh, run its course is just dirty politics. And, you know, we'd like to think that no matter how low the bar has gone, that that is at least off base. Uh, I mean, we all are well aware of the Ford family struggles and... and But who doesn't have struggles in their family? I mean, honestly, if you poke enough, like, you'll get all sorts of dirt. We, You know, those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. We've all been there. And, uh, you you know, again, the timing of this just a couple of days before the election, you know, I think it's pretty obvious where this is. It is, but Craig, it's very damaging because there are a lot of people that are, you know, low information voters, they'll just read the headlines, they take that and they say, oh, that Doug Ford guy, he, he stole, I mean, I'm, I'm reading it all, but he stole money and he wouldn't let his sister-in-law get a, a lawyer, all this erroneous information. And when it comes to statement of claims, you can literally put whatever you want in those mm-hmm. and they're not pro- uh, proven and you're protected by law. And so, you know, they can be very damaging. Yeah, they certainly can, and uh, I, I, I know that firsthand. Uh, <laughs> oh, do tell. You can't be a talk show host unless you have that happen from time to time. I've already said too much. I'm sure the court lawyers are already online. Now I'm really uh, curious. Yeah, no right? kidding. Forget this segment. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, but yeah, it's true. Anything can go in there. Uh, to me, this is what bugs me about what Andrea Horvath did, is she didn't even have to go that route to yep. use this story to her advantage, because the narrative has been, Doug Ford is a good businessman. Doug Ford is good with numbers. If you believe what's in the statement of claim, 
Doug Ford's business has done pretty poorly ever since Doug Ford took over. So why wouldn't he have just gone with that line of attack as opposed to the take care of his family line attack? That's, that's what would bug me about this if I uh, were on Andrea Horvath's team is we had an easy opportunity and we blew it and we went the wrong way and now we look bad. Yeah, but if I'm Andrea Horvath, because I've never had a business or run a business, and as I understand at City Council in Hamilton, uh, Scott, she ran over her budget. To, she had quite a reputation for blowing over her budget. You know, I'm not sure she should comment on anyone's business given she's never run one. Well, you know, I agree with Craig in the sense that she would have been best just to take the high road and and stand back. I mean, what she should have done is just sort of had that look on her face and said, you know what, I'll leave that up to you. I don't want to comment. And and people would have come to the same conclusion, uh, depending on who they supported. So, you know... It also would have put her in a different league. I don't know. It would have put her in a different league. She would have completely risen above it and uh, and made actually Kathleen Wynne look uh, bad. And, And you know what, to be honest, Alex, if she had done that, she would look way better in all of this than she does now. I mean, I think it would have been a total win for her if she had just done that. But, you know, I guess dirty politics, you get caught in the uh, in the battle, and we end up where we are. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that bugs me about this story. Not because, I, you know, is there news worth to it? I'm there. I'm sure there could be. Uh, but the point is, it was done so deliberately, and it's it's it, it, there's no chance for the person on the other end of the allegations to actually clear themselves. It, well, it's, it's impossible. Well, it's a one-sided story, yeah. and, and who wants to hear the other side? I mean, my goodness, it's family... It's family dirt. It's family dirty laundry. We don't want to hear that. we got enough in our, in our own families. Yeah. Well, get used to it for four more years if, uh, if he's elected. I mean, this, this is our worlds. If, if Doug Ford is elected, this is just a taste of it uh, that you guys will get to enjoy, too. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, actually. <laughs> now, yeah, you say that now, but i got to be honest. Well, I was just talking with your producer, Tony, off air and saying, you know, what happens when the election's over? we got nothing to talk about, so here's hoping we will. Well, i got to be honest. I don't think it matters who uh, wins the election. We are going to have some kind of gong show. You either get it with Doug Ford or you get it with Andrea Horvath and that, that, that those candidates or whatever they are that she's going to be putting into her cabinet. So my question in all of this, Alex, where is the center? Where is no the idea. center? Well, you know, it, it lost. It's, it's, it's gone. We, the center was a party. You know, here's, here's Kathleen Wynne coming out and conceding defeat and then starting these campaigns that say, I'll protect you from the radical extremism on the left or the right. If, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? You're the one that's taken the Liberal Party so far left, we can't even tell it from the NDP. She's also the one, Craig who said, we don't want Trump-style politics. That's Trump right there! I mean, she's the one who has brought Trump into the politics. Well, yeah, and that to me is... You know, where is the center? The center is supposed to be. That's how we usually do these races in Canada. The center is supposed to be the Liberal Party. But when this province as a collective has decided, you know what, we're voting for anyone but you, then the center <laughs> goes away. And yeah. this is what we have left. Yeah, but i got to be honest. I, I don't, um, other than Doug Ford, who can be kind of a... a, a a polarizing figure, um, at least you look at his bench and you say, okay, they've got bench strength and they can actually get some stuff done, which is what we really need in this province right now. We've got a lot of heavy lifting and I don't care who gets elected, they got to fix it. Whereas I'm more concerned with Andrea Horvath because she is the likable one, but there's so much uncertainty with the people that could get voted in because they've got no experience. Her, uh, her likability numbers have gone down a little bit, and I don't know whether that's because she was in first place for a while and people yeah. were taking more of, a, more of a look at her, but 
uh, or maybe that's just something that would happen to any politician who's leading a provincial wide election, at least Andrew Horvath was a couple of uh, a couple of days ago. Maybe that would happen to anybody, but uh, her, uh, her her likability numbers have, have gone down province wide now. So have Doug Ford's over that stretch. Well, they, yeah, like, he never had likability numbers. Yeah, yeah you know. fair enough. Is, uh, Doug Ford was never considered a cute, likable, nice guy. The, the, the likability genes in that family, like Rob took those from the gene pool. Doug didn't get them. Mm. But nonetheless, her numbers have taken a hit a little bit. I don't know whether it was because she was in the lead, because she's had some missteps over the last little bit, but her personal numbers are not what they were, you know, a week ago, 10 days ago. But interestingly, you know, like you say, he has, he's, he's actually a, a fairly likable guy. He's the only one who's agreed to come on with me. I can tell you, neither Kathleen Wynne or Andrea Horvath, despite repeated attempts to come on to the show, they don't come on the shows that they don't want to come on to. So yeah, I wonder why, Alex. Well, OK, but you, you, there's a hold, there's a huge to account. Well, of course, that's yeah. what our job is. And yeah. and just because we're hearing this debate in the media saying, well, that person didn't go on, on my show. Doug Ford's not doing any media. And it's like, well, they all play this game. There's, it's not like a Doug Ford exclusivity that he doesn't do media. They all only do the media that they think they'll get a fair shake. You know, again, they're going to go where they can make sure that they'll get their message presented without any challenges. Um, you know, and, and as you get to the to the latter part of the campaign, uh, you're going to see them pull back a little bit. You know, at the very beginning of the campaign, they were all available. It was easy to get them. But as you get down to the crunch days, no, they're they're protecting their image. So they're going to be very careful about uh, about what they say, unless there's a new message, which there was in the case of Kathleen Wynne, where she's conceding defeat and just telling everybody else how to vote. <laughs> and now she'll talk to everybody but me. Yeah. All right, guys, I got to leave it there. Thank you. All right. Scott Thompson and Craig Needles joining us here, our global news talkers here on point on Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.